Working remotely, where you are shouldn't dictate what you do. Work from the road by turning your vehicle into a reliable high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On the network that covers more roads than any other carrier, take your work on the road and AT&T will be there to keep you connected. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls, finish up that presentation, or answer last-minute emails. Why wait? Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi today for free trial eligibility. Based on independent third-party data, number of devices varies by manufacturer. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Running a business is no cakewalk, but with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices, and that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is experience. So while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Tech Stuff, a production from iHeartRadio. Hey there, and welcome to Tech Stuff. I'm your host, Jonathan Strickland. I'm an executive producer with iHeartRadio. And how the tech are you? It's time for the tech news for Tuesday, June 7th, 2022. And I am back after a short vacation. Let's get to the news. And we'll start off with an Elon update. We should probably get a little jingle for that. And of course, I'm talking about Elon Musk, the world's richest man who has mastered the art of staying in the headlines, usually by being a boorish jerk. First, an update on the Twitter situation. In case you weren't aware, Elon Musk announced his intention to acquire Twitter and signed a deal uh, valued at around $44 billion and has been kind of weird about it ever since. So he's been showing signs they wants to back out of this deal to acquire Twitter. In fact, he's been doing that for a couple of weeks now, but it's been getting more dramatic with Elon demanding that Twitter hand over data proving the company's assertion that fewer than 5% of all monetizable accounts on the platform are actually bots. Uh, Elon 
says it's much, much higher, maybe as high as 90 or 95%, but come on. That just doesn't seem possible. Though it's also admittedly hard for me to believe the 5% number. I think it's probably somewhere in between. Anyway, his legal team sent a letter to Twitter essentially saying that Elon is prepared to drop the deal because Twitter has not complied with his requests. Twitter has stated repeatedly that it has handed Elon the data. Also, the deal included Elon waiving due diligence. Plus, from the very beginning, he said that one of his goals was to weed out bots. So this argument seems off, right? Like, if one of the things Elon wanted to do was clean Twitter of bots, then it seems odd that he's hung up on the number of bots. And a lot of armchair analysts have suggested that Elon has been having lots of second thoughts about this deal and that the $44 billion price tag is way too high, particularly since Twitter's stock prices dipped a couple of times since the deal was announced. And moreover, Elon's own stock in Tesla, where a lot of his wealth is, has been affected by another very dramatic drop in stock price. Twitter appears to be set on this deal, however, and I would not be surprised to see Twitter's own legal team enter into litigation in an effort to force Elon to see it through. Right now, it sounds like the deal is more likely to happen than not, despite the appearance that Elon wants out, because it's not that easy to back out of these kinds of deals. We'll have to see where this goes next. In related news, the Attorney General for the state of Texas has launched an investigation into Twitter to look into the bot account issue. Now, you might wonder, why the heck is the Attorney General of Texas doing this? What, what is he doing? Is it illegal to have bots on your platform? Well, the answer to that second question is no, it's not illegal to have bots on your platform. But Texas's attorney general, whom I should point out faces charges of securities fraud from seven years ago and has yet to stand trial for that, uh, he says that bots could inflate Twitter's value, which could affect, quote, the costs of doing business with it, thus directly harming consumers and businesses, end quote. Now, you might wonder, if all this is worth spending taxpayer money on an investigation. And I would say, I don't think so. But maybe Elon is friendly with the attorney general's office. I just don't know. Meanwhile, over at Tesla, there's been some confusion as to whether or not the company is going to make some big cuts in its uh, employees. Reuters reported that Musk sent out an email last week indicating that Tesla was instituting a hiring freeze and that there would be a move to cut staff by 10%. A second email apparently indicated that that 10% cut would really just affect salaried employees, not hourly workers. Then Musk tweeted that total headcount at Tesla would actually increase, but salaried employee numbers would stay, quote, fairly flat, end quote. So, does that mean there will not be a 10% cut of salaried employees? I honestly have no clue. Musk indicated that he felt some areas of the company were overstaffed, which suggests that he is going to make cuts. And maybe cutting one-tenth of your salaried employees seems fairly flat to him. It's hard to say. Also, this comes on the tail of numerous messages from Musk indicating that he wants folks back in the office full-time, and that people should expect to work from home only after they've put in 40 hours of work at the office. And for those of you who are unaware, 40 hours is considered a normal workload for a week in the United States. 
Anyway, that led many of those same armchair analysts that I mentioned earlier suggest that uh, maybe Musk is trying to convince salaried folks to quit, but possibly because maybe if they quit, they won't get the same sort of severance deal that they would be entitled to if they were instead laid off. I don't know. That sounds pretty cynical to me, but I mean, it could be true. Yesterday, Apple held its Worldwide Developers Conference, or WWDC. This event is, as the name suggests, primarily directed toward app developers so that they can see the sort of support and features that they can expect while they're creating the next generation of computer and mobile apps. But there's usually some nuggets in there that are of interest to the end consumer as well. This year, we got to see a redesigned MacBook Air, which features Apple's M2 processor chip. The uh, MacBook Air weighs in at just 2.7 pounds or 1.2 kilograms, and it measures just 11 millimeters thick. It's also got some other nifty features, so folks who want a super thin, super light Mac should be happy, assuming they can shell out the 1200 bucks it'll take to secure the base model. Other models are more expensive. The company also introduced the MacBook Pro 13, also with the M2 chip, and a new active cooling system. The MacBook Pro 13 starts at about 1300 bucks. And to run on top of those computers, Apple showed off the new Mac OS build called Ventura. So Apple always names its OS builds off California landmarks. Anyway, Ventura adds some new features like an improved search function, which can search not just the Mac's contents, but also the web. Uh, the OS also supports Face ID and Touch ID, allowing users to create biometric logins rather than passwords. And there's also a feature called Continuity Camera, that will let Mac users with iPhones turn their iPhone into a webcam while chatting on their Mac. iOS also got an update, so we're up to iOS 16 now. Apple showed off an updated customizable lock screen for iPhones, which users can tweak by changing up fonts and colors, and I wonder how Sir Johnny Ives feels about all that. Folks who use Apple's Messages app will be glad to see that they can now edit messages that they've sent so they can fix irritating typos or unsend a message if they like. Oh, and Apple also added new safety check features that lets users revoke data access from other people so that those other people cannot snoop or stalk you, which is a darn good addition in my mind. Likewise, the iPad got some similar updates, plus a new app for weather data. And the watch OS is up to version 9 now and has more watch faces. You can pin apps that you use a lot on the watch's face and things like that. There's a lot more that they announced, but I figure anyone super interested in Apple announcements is either already well aware of this or is going to look into it into further detail. So we'll just move on. Earlier today, the EU gave Apple a bit of a setback when it adopted a provisional agreement that would require all smartphones and tablets to be compatible with USB-C chargers by late 2024 in the EU. Now, this is not yet set in stone. Uh, 27 EU countries are going to have to agree to this, and the EU parliament will have to pass it into law. But if it does become law, Apple will have no option but to include USB-C ports on its devices sold in the EU. So why is the EU doing this? Well, having a common standard for chargers gives consumers the option of using the same cables from device to device, which can save them money and it can also cut back on e-waste. Apple had previously argued that forcing the company to abandon its lightning port and to convert over to USB-C would hurt innovation. 
Now, I don't know if that's true or not. I do know it would hurt Apple's ability to make more money by selling lightning accessories. Anyway, I'll follow up uh, on this should the provisional agreement become EU law. We've got a few more stories to cover. Before we get to that, let's take a quick break. Working remotely, where you are shouldn't dictate what you do. Work from the road by turning your vehicle into a reliable high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On the network that covers more roads than any other carrier, take your work on the road and AT&T will be there to keep you connected. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls, finish up that presentation, or answer last-minute emails. Why wait? Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi today for free trial eligibility. Based on independent third-party data, number of devices varies by manufacturer. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Running a business is no cakewalk. There is a ton to keep track of. Employees to keep happy, spending to control, travel to plan, and on top of it all, nobody knows exactly what the future holds. Your finance team always has to be ready to change. But with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices. And that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is, experience. And you can finally say goodbye to the costly mistakes and risks that come from manual work and spreadsheets. So, while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Mercedes-Benz has issued a recall that is affecting almost a million vehicles around the world. So at issue are the brake booster components in certain Mercedes vehicles. They turn out to be uh, prone to corrosion, and that corrosion can be severe enough to cause brake failure, which is obviously something you would want to avoid. The vehicles affected include the 2006 to 2012 ML class and GL class SUVs, as well as the R-Class minivan. The company warns that drivers may notice that their brake pedal starts to feel a bit soft or that they might hear air noises like wheezing or or squeaking through the braking system and that 
If you do experience any of that, you should not be driving your vehicle anymore until it can be inspected and then subsequently repaired by an authorized dealership. Last week, Axon, the company behind the Taser stun gun, announced that it was developing a drone outfitted with a Taser specifically to deploy in situations where there is an active shooter or a similar threat. However, Axon's ethics board subsequently released a statement making it clear they were vehemently opposed to this idea. The board revealed that Axon had previously suggested a more scaled-back version of this drone, and they had proposed that a year ago, and the ethics board had even voted that down, which was, you know, less robust, you might say. So it did come as quite a shock when the company announced this, you know, full-on taser drone, and that was enough to convince nine of the 12 ethics board members to quit. So that brought a lot more attention to the topic. Axon then released a subsequent statement revealing the company had decided to pause work on the project and refocus, quote, to further engage with key constituencies to fully explore the best path forward, end quote. Which uh, is kind of a fancy way of saying, we need to rethink this. Spiegel reports that Telegram, the messaging app, has been sharing user data with the Federal Criminal Police Office in Germany in several cases. Now, this is noteworthy mainly because Telegram has long claimed that it would never share user data with any third party, including governments. That appears to no longer be the case. As for why Telegram shared this data in the first place, well, the cases in question were very serious ones. They ranged from terrorism to child abuse. Now, complicating matters is that far-right extremists have been taking to using Telegram precisely because the service has said it will not hand data over to authorities. The founder of Telegram, Pavel Durov, did announce back in 2018 that the company would start to hand over information like phone numbers and IP addresses if it were so ordered by a court, but otherwise would not share data. And the company added that, at least as of the last time it updated the information on this webpage, that it had never received any request from a court like that, like an actual court order. But apparently in February of this year, Durov and some of his associates held a virtual meeting with Germany's Federal Ministry of the Interior to set up a, quote, reliable direct channel at the working level, end quote. I am actually not entirely sure what that entails. I don't know what information the authorities actually have access to. But this is another example of the very complicated dilemma of running a messaging service. So on the one hand, you want the service to be secure and private for users so that your users trust it and they use it and that they feel that they are safe from having authoritarian governments turn the app into a kind of surveillance. But on the other hand, you also want to limit the spread of extremist ideology and you don't want to enable hate groups. So it is a very complicated matter. I expect we're going to get a, well, I'm sure I'm sorry from Canadian coffee chain Tim Hortons pretty soon. Turns out that the mobile app for Tim Hortons was snorfing up user data like location information faster than I can wolf down a whole bag of Timbits. That's pretty darn fast. According to Canadian investigators, the app was pulling down location data every few minutes of every day up to through 2020. And not only is that a massive breach of privacy, it's also illegal, uh, but it would also make your phone work overtime and drain your battery faster. So according to the investigators, the app would alert users 
that it would track their location. So it was asking permission to track location, but the implication was that it was only going to do that while the app was actively open. But in fact, the app was tracking users even when the app wasn't in use, and it would continue doing so as long as the user's device remained on. The company had been planning to use the app for targeted advertising, which obviously gets more targeted the more data you have about your customer. And Tim Hortons actually stopped tracking users' locations on a continual basis back in 2020, but maintained a contract with a location data broker for a while. And the company has agreed to now bring all apps and processes within Canadian compliance, and in return, it will not be punished. Because setting the law on a coffee shop is just plain ludicrous. I mean, you've probably seen all the cops hanging out at the coffee shop. A few years ago, I talked about how researchers were working on an autonomous ship that would cross the Atlantic Ocean. It's called the Mayflower Autonomous Ship, or MAS, and it's named after the Mayflower ship that brought settlers to North America. Well, the ship has now crossed the Atlantic, but the crossing did not go completely as planned. The MAS left the UK on April 29th, crewed only by its AI and all of its sensors and, and actuators, and it was bound for Massachusetts. But at some point, the ship began encountering technical difficulties. So the researchers decided to divert the ship so that it would instead arrive in Halifax, Nova Scotia. That's a bit further north and east of Massachusetts. IBM, which developed much of the technology on board the ship, says the plan is for the MAS to later continue its journey and head from Halifax to Plymouth, Massachusetts, and then on to Washington, D.C. And that's it. That's the news for Tuesday, June 7th, 2022. Hope you are all well. If you would like to leave me any comments, questions, maybe you've got a suggestion for a future episode, you can reach out to me. One way to do that is to use the iHeartRadio app. Navigate over to the Tech Stuff page on the iHeartRadio app. Use that little microphone icon. You can record a message of up to 30 seconds. And if you like, you can let me know if you would, wouldn't mind me using the audio in a future episode. The other way to reach me, of course, is to use Twitter. The handle for the show is TechStuffHSW. And I'll talk to you again really soon. Tech Stuff is an iHeartRadio production. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Running a business is no cakewalk, but with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices and that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is experience. So while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.